Welcome to Last Games Night on Earth, the podcast where we discuss if you were given just one last games night, what would you wish for? My name is James, and this is a Dungeons and Flagons podcast. Hello, everybody. It is Valentine's Day, and we thought that we would do a little quick episode as a little valentine special with none other than zoe perfettini my in real life girlfriend i had a haber hotel girlfriend at one point with i've not talked to her in years she must be worried sick how are you zoe hi james for laughing at my joke (laughs) hi james you're right yes i'm very well are you having a nice valentine's day i am it's been very romantic is it what 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 have i done for you you've made me a cup of tea in bed did i It's not really it's not really Valentine's Day yet, so I was just trying to get some ideas. <laughs> right. So yeah, we're gonna do a little a bit of a shorter episode than usual. We're gonna go through instead of Zoe's dream games night, we're gonna ask her what her dream games night date night would be. Or date night games night would be. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Zoe, you've not really been into tabletop games for that long all things considered really have you no not long at all i'd never played board games before i started going out with you and so you just introduced me to a whole new world really and look at you now you're playing full-on dnd uh campaigns i know totally nerding out now (laughs) how far you have fallen (laughs) all right should we get started with your dream date night games night should we talk about some food yeah let's go for food yeah, you like food, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what food what food are you having during your date night games night? So I've gone quite bougie and mm. I've chosen to have lobster and I decided as well for something quite fancy. So it'll be a fancy surf and turf. It'll be a beef wellington as well on the side of oh, it. Wow. <laughs> so extremely fancy surf and turf. Mm-hmm. lobster and beef wellington how's that being served to you oh i'm gonna have a butler serve it to us they're going to pre-cut it so into bite-sized chunks so you don't have to fiddle around with messy lobster or try and cut it up as you're playing a board game so you can just have a fork in one hand and have your other hand free for playing board games little bite-sized fancy surf and turf i like it i like it a lot what about drinks what, you, what drinks are you serving? So I thought maybe with the first board game, we'll have one espresso martini because I, I love them. <laughs> you do like them. Did you enjoy my, my flat white martinis that I was making over Christmas? Yeah, I love them. They were so good. Oh, I didn't really need to ask. You drank a lot of them, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so espresso martini with the first game. Where are we mm-hmm. going after that, Zoe? So we're just going to have... A nice red wine, really. Ooh, a nice red wine. From Aldi. Aldi's finest, yes. Aldi's fat. We love a good Aldi wine, but I have to pick it because if not, Zoe somehow finds the worst. I do. I kind of do focus on the price a little bit too much. And then so I kind of... Some of the best wines there are the same price as the ones that you end up buying that taste like arse. (laughs) I am sorry. (laughs) You're half French and you pick the... We're not getting into this on <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Any more drinks, Zoe? And then with the final... So like after the meal, 
And after the second board game, I thought as a nice finisher, it would be nice to have some old fashions afterwards. We have them quite regularly together, don't we? Mmm, so tasty. Who who makes the best old fashions? Uh, it's definitely you, James. It is. Good answer. <laughs> All right, so we've got the food and we've got the drinks. What about location? Where are you having your extremely bougie, romantic board games, ga- games night? Board games date night. Date night games. <laughs> Where are you having your games night date night? Well, it took a while to figure out to think of like what would be a nice romantic setting yeah especially when you can have it anywhere so many possibilities where did you go for well my ideal games night location will be somewhere different but because i was trying to pick a romantic one i thought venice really would be a nice choice i thought it'd be quite nice to do it in saint mark square Mm, one of the lovely um do they call them piazzas is it piazza in italy square Let's just stick with square. Square. Even though it's rectangular shaped. We're having it in one of Venice's lovely squares. Amazing. Ah, okay. Do you want to talk about some games? Yeah, let's go for it. Cool. What are you playing first, Zoe? Because the board games are going to be for two people. So I've had to think about like, oh, what a good two-player board game. And so Mm -hmm. I thought for the first one as a starter, Santorini. Oh, yes. Excellent. Nice. It's a very popular two-player game at uh, Dungeons and Flagons, isn't it? That get, that gets played a lot. Yeah, almost every night. Yeah. So Santorini, designed by Gordon Hamilton, it's the abstract strategy game in which uh, two players slowly build towers and try to get to the third floor. But you can also block your opponent from completing their tower by putting a little nice blue dome like the uh, buildings in Santorini. That's an excellent choice, Zoe. It's a really good two-player game. Oh, thank you. I enjoy playing that with you, even though you beat me in it very <laughs> often. So what do you like about it? The game, like, it's simple, but still something that makes you think think a little. And it's kind of got elements of chess, but... It's kind of like tic-tac-toe plus, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Mm. Lots and crosses, the UK version. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I was English for a second. <laughs> okay, so any more, any more you want to say about Santorini? Yeah, there's god cards in it, and there's so many to choose from, and each god has their own special power. Yeah, and there's more in the expansion as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. they introduce like a new rule for each player, don't they, that they have to follow. Mm. Yeah. All right, cool. So, second game, what would you like to play after Santorini, Zoe, on your dream date night games night? Nailed it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so, for the main one... So I've chosen, so I still want it to be like lighthearted, but still something like get your teeth into and have a think about. So for the main one, so I've chosen Quacks of Quinlinburg. Ah, excellent choice. Yeah. The uh, Wolfgang Varsh. I hope I'm saying his name right, because this game's come up a few times now with the podcast and I'm fairly certain I'm saying it right. Designed by Wolfgang Varsh, the uh, push your luck deck builder in a bag. So that's the one where you're, you're, you're all making potions, aren't you? And you're slowly adding ingredients to the bag to make it less likely that you pull out the white cherry bombs. And each, each ingredient that you, you add adds new elements and new, new rules, uh, new like, actions. 
when you pull them out. It's a great game. I love it. I love playing it. It's such a fun game to play. Obviously, it's it's two to four players, but it still works as a two-player game. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. What I really like about the game is that you're not waiting around for everybody to take their turn before it gets to your turn finally. Like, we're all doing it at the same time. So you put yeah. your hand into the bag and you all ex- experience your your joy or your sheer disappointment of picking out the cherry bomb ingredient out of your bag because you're you're all pulling a pulling out ingredients at the same time uh, simultaneously yeah that's a great point and your third game zoe what are you having my third game i've decided we've had quite a few drinks quite some rich filling food and now i think we're probably going to be a bit tipsy by by the end of it and just gonna have some just pure silly fun and so i've chosen for my third one is clask oh yes the um the danish dexterity game by mikhail bertelson yeah that's a uh that's a really good game you know he made it in his shed because he's a danish carpenter oh no way yeah that's why it's a it's a pretty sturdy design but yeah, if you've not played Clask, basically like a tabletop magnetic version of air hockey without the air and without the hockey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> without the hockey. I think it's a good description of it. Yeah, but it's really good, isn't it? It's a little little wooden board that you put your hands under and you move around a little knob that hit, and then you hit balls to and from to and fro, trying to get it in your opponent's hole. Do you want to tell the tell the listeners about the marshmallows? Yeah, so you there's... like the marshmallows, don't you? Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's three little, well, we call them marshmallows, and they're magnetic. And so, if your opponent gets two of these little marshmallows onto their figure, they you receive a point. Sometimes, when you're playing the game, you're just trying to push the ball into the into your opponent's hole and but it's taken a while it's fun to try and push the little marshmallows onto your opponent's figure without it getting onto your own figure and it's just fun to see the chaos of the figure trying to avoid these little marshmallows on the ball whilst trying to stop this ball going into your hole at the same time yeah you can try and either be a little bit smart about it and use the ball to hit the marshmallows at the opponent or if you really if you could try and like use the magnetic field from your own knob to uh, shoot the marshmallow but it can backfire because if it's the right if it's the right way up it can get attracted to you instead of uh, flung away mm. as is the nature of magnets but no it's a very it's it's a very fun game it's a very light-hearted two-player game it works really well yeah have you played Clask 4 i have james played it i think twice and it's such a strange feeling because you've got you're playing with three other people and there's just balls flying all over the place <laughs> yeah so if you if you don't know class four is basically the floor uh, the four player uh variant that they've just brought they brought out like last year it's basically class for four people it's a round board instead of a rectangle re- rectangular board and it's it is mayhem we got it just before lockdown so we've got it sat in our flat and unfortunately there's only three of us in the flat so we've <laughs> not really been able to play it Hopefully one day. Anyway, is there much point in talking about guests because it's Valentine's Day? I'm I'm assuming we all know who you're going to invite for your date night games night, don't we? Henry Cavill. Oh. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
I am sorry, James, but you did say it was your dream date night. Game's night. <laughs> I guess I'll just stay at home. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, I get it. He's a good looking guy. I still love you. And honestly, <laughs> I love playing board games with you. I just and love, I love I date night with more. you. But you did say it was like a fantasy. Pick If you had to pick any guest. We shouldn't have done this. <laughs> No, he's um he's a great he's a great pick to be fair. I'll try Thank not you. to be too jealous. But yeah, you know he once he like, he once said in GQ that he gaming is more fun than going out. So I think he would be up for it. Yeah. Oh, he's such a massive nerd. So I think that's why he'll he'll be a great partner to play with. He he paints Warhammer, and he missed the the original call for Superman because he was too busy playing uh, World of Warcraft. No, I didn't know that. That's hilarious. He plays at D and D as well. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. I also thought like he seems like quite an adventurous guy. So I feel like oh, he'll be up for playing board games as well. And you're gonna love this, James. He has read the Stormlight Archive series. Oh, has he? That's cool. Yeah. If you don't know, Stormlight Archive is it's by Brandon Sanderson. Uh, it's my favorite fantasy series at the moment amazing you should check it out oh that's really cool i didn't know he had read he read it as well all right what's your random special item zoe oh yeah so since we just had big rich food quite heavy drinks and i thought oh to end this lovely evening gonna have a masseuse at the end of the night a moose a masseuse <laughs> oh a masseuse sorry um <laughs> now i am a little bit jealous have a nice couple's massage afterwards all this after all this taxing gaming <laughs> i want a couple's massage with henry cavill <laughs> hmm. all right well that sounds amazing have you got anything you'd like to add to make it absolutely perfect sorry your uh, dream date night games night games night date night no there's nothing to add maybe just say that in venice it's gonna be warm and like it's gonna have a nice atmosphere with a few people so it's not too busy but still like enough to have a nice atmosphere and it's going to be under the stars, but with a fire pit at the side. And might have a Sunday after the lobster or something. And I might share it with Henry Cavill, begrudgingly. But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to do the ABCD game? Yeah. ABCD. Um, let's go with B. Okay, let's have a look. You've got James's terrible joke book. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should be afraid. This is like the second time that it's come up on a podcast, The Terrible Joke Book, and I'm not sure if it's going to help with uh, listener attention. But we'll go with it. So, <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's Valentine's Day themed as well. Just for you, my love. Oh, how wonderful. What do farmers give for Valentine's Day? Oh, I don't know. Lots of hogs and kisses. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that's an interesting joke. <laughs> Interesting's one way of putting it. Criminals, <laughs> yeah. another. All right. So, have you got anything you'd like to plug, uh, Zoe, while we're on the air? Yes, I do, actually, James. So, my sister, she started her own company and she lives in Hong Kong. And her company is called Stitch Sister. She sells um, some beautiful bespoke embroidery hoop designs. She runs workshops and posts hoop kits to you so you can make, you can embroider the hoops at home 
Uh, she's got loads of designs. They're really cool. Uh, you can personalize them with your initials if you want or a zodiac star sign. And she's just released a Valentine's hoop design. They're a great way to like switch off and unwind and to decorate your own home. And they're just like cute little trinkets that you could probably make yourself. They're affordable. They're plastic free, which is amazing. And they're going to be posted worldwide. I've given the kits to my friends and family as presents and they've loved making them. And they just adored making it. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, and she has her own website. And you can find her at stitchsister.co. Awesome. Do you reckon she could do a D20 design for me? I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, she probably would. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing our Valentine's Day special, Zoe. I love you. I love you too, James. And thanks so much for inviting me onto the podcast. No worries. Right. Play the outro, lover boy. Mr. Lover Lover. (laughs) (laughs) As always, thank you so, so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us about anything at all, find us on social media with at LGNOE podcast or email us at lastgamesnightonearth at outlook.com. If you enjoyed it, please consider telling at least one person. It's the best way to help spread podcasts. And if you want to help support Dungeons & Flagons' events in the future and keep the podcast going, check out our Patreon by searching Dungeons & Flagons. I've been James, and this has been Last Games Nights on Earth, a podcast by Dungeons & Flagons. Thank you.